Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Next guest is the man behind Red Zinc, the company that could see lots of your future medical needs dealt with by virtual consultation. Donald Morris, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm chilly around the edges, no more than yourself, I'm sure. Um, tell us a little bit about Red Zinc. What do you do? Well, we provide video telemedicine solutions uh, for pre-hospital and for um, paramedics on the move. So the idea is that a paramedic, um, when they're in the field, can wear a small camera on their head. And the video then gets sent over our Blue Eye Video Cloud back to a emergency doctor, back to somebody in a call center, if they want to get advice, if they want to get help. And there's two kind of applications for that. One is treated scene, and one is to give accelerated treatment for high acuity cases. So this is primarily aimed then at emergency intervention, but there are other applications for this, I'm presuming. Yes, that's right. There's lots of applications for it. Every time we go and talk to medical uh, people in hospitals, they come up with a different uh, different use case. We started off with paramedics for mobile video telemedicine on the move. But then when the pandemic came, the HSE asked us to reconfigure our system for outpatient clinics because they didn't want to have uh, people coming into the the hospital uh, for contagion risk and contagion avoidance during the pandemic. So our system was stood up over 10 days in lots of HSE outpatient clinics. And what that meant is that a, that a doctor or clinician or therapist in the outpatient clinic could contact directly by video in a secure private way without any need for an app to connect with the patient and um, be able to do the consultation uh, by video. And the benefit of that, of course, is that um, you avoid contagion risk. But another big benefit is that it's, it saves on transport. There's, there's four kilos of carbon saved for every, every video consultation that happens. Uh, so saving yeah. on transport is a big thing as well. But I would imagine it also goes a long way towards preventing what the HSE referred to as DNA, did not attend, people who don't come to that outpatient appointment for a variety of different reasons. They may have forgotten about it, uh, that it just mightn't suit them. And of course, in the system as it is, there's no way of changing that appointment uh, if, if you can't make it. So I'm presuming this is just dragging the health service into what the rest of us would consider the 21st century. Yeah, well, it, it, it really um, helps to modernize uh, the way uh, pre-hospital and the way hospital flows work. The workflows can be significantly improved. If you look at digitalization, transformation has happened in many sectors, and many sectors invest a significant amount in digital transformation. And that's what we actually launched recently, the Manhattan Manifesto. And one of the key points in the manifesto was that there should be an investment of about 6% uh, in um, healthcare budgets, in digital transformation, in digital technology. So that will, you know, help to bring along new different services, like, for example, home hospital. You know that the hospital beds are congested and jammed and there isn't sufficient hospital beds. But using using video plus monitoring um, can bring you the basis for home hospital beds at a much lower cost. Uh, what about general practice as well? I was talking about GPs and the pressure that they're under. Is there an application for them? Yeah, GPs can use the service, and um, there are lots of GPs that are still using um, using phone based services. And face face, um, you come in and you you meet physically. But I think um, it, it's it's if you look at the, the 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 way the population is, the my son he needed to go to GP, and he was quite happy to do it on video. He's eighteen or nineteen at the time, and um, it's just going to come more and more as as as. Um, as time goes on and people get more used to, to digital technology and certainly the, the younger generation are all on for that. 
the one thing about medicine, it is a little tactile. Um, you, you might need to feel that rash or you might need to examine that bump. It's hard to do it by video. Exactly. So video will work for situations where you don't need to touch the patient. But there, there are things like, say you need to take, um, take bloods or do, do something like that. The, the other way to, to help the HSE is, of course, to have um, centralized places in pharmacies. Pharmacies can have lots more capabilities than they currently have. And the HSE have one pilot where they um, are taking, doing lots of diagnosis. So what you can do is you can have the video consultation with the patient. You can then allocate them to go to the pharmacy and get um, bloods taken or get whatever um, diagnos- diagnosis is needed. And then that feeds back into the loop without the patient having to go into the hospital and saving on congestion in hospitals. Mm. So that's really going to, going to take off over the next, uh, the next few years. One element of the story that I really love, Donald, is that you were actually working on technology for bus lanes um, and somehow <laughs> it manifested itself into, into the company that you have now. How did that pivot happen? It's quite the pivot. Yeah, don't tell Boris Johnson about bus lanes. But yeah, basically we were, um, we're involved in telecommunications research and that's really my foundation. I'm a telecommunications engineer. And one of the things we were doing with um, some of the telecoms companies in Europe as part of the European Horizon programs is we we're doing research and development in how to create bus lanes on the internet. So sometimes the internet slows down, at least it used to. And what, what we were able to do is to create a priority lane on the internet. And then one of the people in, um, in a, um, a telephone company in Europe suggested to us, maybe this technology could help in medicine. Maybe it could help save a life or improve patient outcome. And that's how we pivoted the business. And we started our first pilot in Beaumont Hospital several, year, several years ago with a very um, uh, first uh, video, uh, wearable video for paramedics. Okay, it, it, interesting. Again, fantastic pivot from something that was on the internet to actually helping patients on the ground. Uh, finally, you've got forty million in EU grants, so somebody thinks it's a good idea. How rapidly are, are you planning on rolling this out, and and when will people see it in action more? Yeah, so what we did is we 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 helped lots of European companies raise over forty million over the last number of years. We received two point eight million of that as part of the five G public private partnership, and we use that to invest in our technology to help to help roll it out and to help make it uh, make it grow so we've multiple applications in multiple different markets we've got pilots in Spain Norway Finland uh, we've had done a pilot for in disaster recovery in Turkey um, charity hospital in Germany um, Groningen ambulance service in the Netherlands so we've loads of activity all across Europe of, for people who are interested in using this specifically for, for initially first of all for paramedics on the move but now the home hospital idea has been kind of adopted inside the HSE and people are getting interested in this so um, okay. that's going to be helpful as well What's the website if people want to look you up? Uh, redzinc.net is, is the service redzinc.net is the company name Donald Morris it's a great story thank you so much for taking the time to share it with us this morning Donald Morris founder of Red Zinc uh, thank you for joining us on Breakfast Business at- Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.